welcome to the Deeper Than Disco podcast. I'm Dave Wynn, Disco Dave Wynn. I have an invitation for you, the listener. That invitation is to listen in a specific way. When we're listening to podcasts, we can generally listen from two places. One is to listen, to be entertained, to be distracted. But we can also listen to learn. And that's my invitation to you, is to listen for yourself. Upgrade your listening. Listen to each of these conversations as if you're the one being spoken to. Listen for yourself in the stories. Listen for insight in the experiences of the people that I'm speaking with. Listen to the questions and consider them for yourself. I My intention for this podcast is for people to learn something new about themselves and for you to be reminded of the power of music and deep conversation. And I'm now going to have a conversation with a wonderful lady who you will hear more from later in the series, reflecting on her music mapping experience. But we're going to have a conversation now about my experience and also why I've created this. So thank you, Amanda. Thanks for speaking me in so powerfully. <laughs> I'm really excited to share this moment as you're introducing this amazing work to the world. <laughs> Thank you. And I do really appreciate you taking the time to do this because after attempting <laughs> to do this on my own and feeling totally uncomfortable and feeling like I'm just going to get it wrong, the idea to have a conversation about this was perfect. Uh, so I'm excited <laughs> that we're going to do this, but without any attachment to what it will be. Well, it's the perfect metaphor for the kind of work that you do. We always try to do this stuff on our own and it's difficult. <laughs> that's why <laughs> coaches have a profession. <laughs> and that's why that music mapping experience is so powerful as well. <laughs> totally. Thank you. So I'd love to just get into a little bit of, you know, what was happening in your mind when you decided, you know what, I'm going to create an experience for people to get this deeper appreciation of music in their journey. What was happening mm. for you then? Wonderful question. So I was in a moment of, I would say, reconnection. I was reconnecting with my whole self. And that sounds a little bit esoteric, but that is, that's the truth of the experience. And this was still relatively recently. If I go back to April, the end of April, 2021, and I was taking part in an online 
event experience coaching event um called an intensive hosted by an incredible man we both know and have worked with and continue to work with rich litvin and during this experience i got to remember i guess that i am disco dave because rich told a really powerful story about how Superman is the only superhero who puts on a costume to hide his superpowers. His costume being Clark Kent. And he used that as a metaphor to ask the the 300 people that were all there, how are you hiding your superpowers? What costume are you wearing to hide your superpowers? And immediately I knew I'd been wearing this David Wynn costume this i thought i had to be seen to be professional in order to be successful that was the belief i was holding on to and in that moment i realized that that was bullshit that that's just a story i was making up my mum is was the only person that would call me david everyone else knows me as dave or disco or something else but you know, I am Disco Dave. I remembered that and remembering that and realizing that Disco for me represents that higher vibe, the extroverted performing part of me. Um, haven't been a DJ for 20 years. And Dave represents that more quieter, introverted, listening, creative part of me that that nurturing energetic part of me, which is, I guess I go in between when I'm coaching. Um, But I felt, yeah, this is me. So then realizing that I then started to question, well, what does combining everything I love into what I do look like? And then that led me to considering what does music and coaching look like together for me? That's so interesting and powerful, this metaphor of kind of taking off the, you know, average, I'm sure you're above average, but the (laughs) average, you know, David Wynn and saying, wait a second, I don't want to wear this costume anymore. Yeah. What changed for you when you stepped fully into Disco Dave? Oh, man. So... If the way I articulated this was it felt as though I was landing in me for the very first time. And this this happened April this year, April 2022. And it was a combination of... uh, all these different experiences, your know, personal growth and development, being coached, being provoked, learning, reading, exploring, and and coaching myself and coaching clients. And if yeah, it felt like I was able to stand in my leadership, stand in and stand for the people that I was with. At that, because there was a, there was some very very specific moments, um, 
where I was able to access parts of me that I denied, particularly the emotion of anger. Because for years and years and years, I used to keep anger out because I saw the emotion of anger as a threat because I'd lost control when it was, um, I was about 12, 13. My parents had recently told me and my sisters they were separating and I got into a fight and just totally lost control, totally lost control of my emotions and was really scared by how I was being. And, and I'd forgotten that until, you know, more recently. And when I was reflecting on, and this came through an exercise that I did, I was inspired to write a list of a hundred things that pissed me off because I'd been given a task through Rich Lippers Intensive to write a list of a hundred things I want as a way to connect with my desires, which is a powerful exercise in itself because so many of us squash our desires. We are taught not to ask for what we want. I want doesn't get as a story, you know, it's, it's something that was passed on for our parents. But I realized that, you know, that's one side of the coin connecting with your your maybe highest self, you know, your joy, love, and all that. I also realized that it's also going to be valuable. I thought it would be valuable by connecting with what gets in the way. And for me, that was anger. And by doing that as an exercise, it allowed me to try on that emotion and feel into it in a safe way that wasn't going to be destructive. Was it going to be me like breaking anything or freaking out? And yeah, that was so such an amazing experience to harness the emotion of anger, but from a place of love. Mm-hmm. And it was with a with a client that I've worked with before, and I I basically called him out on his lack of commitment, and I did it, and it. I felt anger, but I felt love at the same time. I've never experienced that before. Like these two almost polarizing emotions. It was amazing to experience that and and feel the then impact of that with with him. And then to be able to then use that going forwards. Like that's been really transformative for for me. So it sounds like you, in a way, gave yourself permission to really experience all of these emotions, especially the emotions that scared you because you didn't know where they would take you. So at some point in your life, you had realized, oh, okay, maybe that's not so great. I'm going to just leave that over there for now. And yeah, almost put a part of yourself in the closet, so to speak. (laughs) No, 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 we don't express anger. That's not a good emotion. We just stay here in neutral. <laughs> yeah. Or, well, my version of that was just stick to the positive. Like mm-hmm. cultivate this, not ultra, but mainly positive attitude mm-hmm. because that was safe. And so from these experiences came this, beautiful idea of taking people through 
in experience, and I want to hear it in your words, because I see where the emotions come in and there's so much more depth there. So what was it in this creation of music mapping? What were you hoping to offer people there? Hmm. So my, my initial ideas were, if I'm going to combine music and coaching together, it's one of the key insights for me was, it's not about me being the DJ and bringing the music. Mm. Because in coaching, we don't bring the content as coaches. It's the other people, the people we spend time with, it's their content. So realizing that meant that I could see that it's about your music. It's about the people I spend time with bringing their music. And I'd written a series of articles about songs that connected me to specific moments and times in my life specific experiences and memories and through that I could see that music has this amazing ability to transport us and re-embody and relive an experience virtually automatically like when we hear a song that you know, connects us with a sad emotion or experience or a joyous emotion or experience or some other feeling, the, the feeling comes, but also the memory of that experience as well. It's incredible. I've not, I've not discovered anything else that does that. Food can do that in a way, like tastes and other senses, but I've, I've not discovered anything else that really helps us to body and experience in the way that music does so I just got really curious and started to wonder if I could use that then if I could use this almost certainty around music to connect people with how they might be holding themselves back because you know you and I know that our what Tim Galway who's a great master of the mind and um sports psychologist um you used to talk about is that we have this interference which is the limiting beliefs and the stories and the ego and the the part of our mind that is there to keep us safe he talks about we have two selves self one and self two self one being the created self the self that emerges to effectively help us survive childhood and then self two is this original created self, how we were born. Self one keeps us safe until it starts to hold us back, which is what we experience as adults. And I started to just play with all this thinking and wonder then if music could be this tool that could take people into places of vulnerability that I could then bring coaching in and, and work with people in that space. And then I realized, well, if music has this incredible quality and ability to anchor people into an experience really vividly and powerfully, then what if I was to look into the future with people? So use visualization to place them into a point in time where they don't feel limited, where they have stepped into being this highest version of themselves a more a less limited 
but higher potential version of themselves mm-hmm. and give them an experience because the brain doesn't know the difference between an imagined reality and the physical reality. So if you can help them to experience themselves in this way, but more importantly, get them to feel how it feels, then I wondered if I could use music to anchor them into that and then that be a takeaway, essentially. That be something that they could take away to get back into that feeling so that if they're having a rough day, if you know life's not going how you plan, you know, things happen. Um, but, you know, in the context of performance, to help people to get back into a more optimal state so they can be better, they can create more impact, they can be happier, live a more fulfilled life. And through the experience of testing and creating the experience, I was doing research. So I was looking into this neuroscience between the connection, um, well, the connection between music and neuroscience. And was surprised to discover there's very little out there. Mm -hmm. There's a book called Your Brain on Music by a guy called Daniel Levitan. And I learned a lot from him some TED Talks and one of the coolest things I learned from him was that in his 30 years of study because he's a musician and a neuroscientist and brings the two together when him and his team have conducted research on people so they've put people under brain scans and they've got them to listen to music what they observed that when people listen to music they enjoy literally their whole brain lights up like a light bulb. It's amazing, Mm. which means that music has this capacity and ability to expand our awareness, to give us access to more choices, to help us solve bigger problems. Mm. It's He says music is fuel or food for the brain. I love that. And it's just been so much fun, like exploring and finding out this, these wonderful explanations for why music's powerful, why music you know, can help us connect with ourselves with greater possibilities. And, and even just knowing myself from years of DJing and, just through those experiences how music connects us and how music allows us to be present and in the moment and just have an experience beyond ego and job titles and success and you know all the stuff that can get in our way um yeah it's been so much fun (laughs) so much fun well it's so powerful too um you know to bring all of that experience that you have from djing from helping people just enjoy music and Mm -hmm. i love what you said earlier with you were the dj you were choosing the playlist so you were kind of creating the mood and now as a coach which is very much aligned with what coaches do you're taking more of that self-management putting yourself you know, as the the guide or the witness in that situation to see what comes up for others so that they actually create their own lived experience through the songs and sounds that have such high impact for them. 
Um, you yourself have had a music mapping experience. Um, I'm not going to ask you to talk about other people's because they're <laughs> going to get to listen to that through the podcast. <laughs> but I would love to hear, you know, this beautiful creation that you've made that you're offering really as a gift to so many people. How was that experience for you? What did you learn or enjoy through doing it? So when I was first testing this as an experience and I've had the pleasure of recording a conversation with the very first person I did this with, who is an incredible lady called Julia D. She's one of the most inspiring, amazing people I've ever come across. She's done things in this world that no one else would ever have done. Um, and But yet still doesn't realize how incredible and powerful she is. And she's become a peer and a friend. And after we shared that initial, I mean, truly unbelievable experience together, it was, I think it was Julia's suggestion um, for me to experience it. Mm. So she offered to, to host the experience for me um, and who better to the first person um, that had ever done it. And yeah, it was, it was so much fun. I mean, it was relatively easy to curate the playlist of songs in fact, I think I had 10 songs, which is probably the longest playlist of anyone who's done this. Um, there's maybe one or two who've had longer ones, but I, that was definitely a longer one. Um, and the biggest insight through that whole experience for me was when I was exploring, there's a song called Drive by the Cars, and it's this early 80s anthem. And... So it came out in 1983. I didn't realize until later that it's a really iconic song because it was um, played during Band-Aid, a really iconic moment in mm -hmm. that. Um, so a lot of people know the song for Band-Aid, the experience. But my connection to that song is very specific because it takes me back to being in the car with my family when I'm a young boy and we're in Germany and we're on this road that's really dark and it's we're either coming, I think we might be coming up to this town that we were moving to, either that or we were going the other way and we were leaving and moving to Wales. Um, I think about 1985 or it might have been 1983, I don't know. But I just have this memory of being in the car and feeling really scared, really vulnerable, um, like fearful and certain, you know, like you would when you're a little mm -hmm. kid, especially when you're going somewhere, you're moving somewhere. And what I realized that song represented for me was effectively my whole childhood. And my childhood was a really humble but beautiful experience. Lots of adventure, moving around as part of an armed forces family. And 
you were in it together with other families and it was this it felt like a really connected experience um but when my parents sat me and my sisters down in 94 and told us that they were going to be separating and basically gave us the surprise of our lives I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Inside Out the Pixar movie so in the movie yes yeah but tell it anyway (laughs) yeah so there's a there's a part in the movie where the the character or the emotion joy realizes the role that sadness played in helping um I've forgotten the little girl's name um who is all the emotions are inside but sadness had helped her to get help and then reconnect with her joy and it was as if I suddenly saw that I had had this lens of sadness over all of the experiences of my childhood that for years I'd been seeing that whole experience that whole nearly 13 years as a sad experience and suddenly being aware of that I could let it go and remember that how beautiful and how wonderful and how grateful I was for all of that experience and that was yeah amazing really incredible and impactful I can really hear the emotion in that and really appreciate you sharing that and speaking it out loud I think it also speaks to this yeah the power that music has to connect us with different parts of ourselves and different points in our lives and you know songs I remember in my own experience with you of doing the music mapping songs that I thought were so happy and upbeat that I love to sing to hearing them now remind me of a time that actually felt maybe quite sad or heavy. So it's Mm. really powerful to be able to kind of plug in deeply and give yourself that lens that you wouldn't normally look through (laughs) to have an overview of your experiences And especially like you say, when you see through a specific song that just connects you to a moment in time and my God opens you up to experience joy or to change the story about an experience you've had in your life. That's just incredibly powerful. Yeah, totally. And that has been the, the gift of the experience for me personally in having had the experience and having the deep privilege to be able to experience it with others like over 50 people now and to know that I can continue to do this and create an impact through it and and only expand that impact by reaching more people given in a way educating people around this is a possibility this is an experience that people can have that when we do allow ourselves to connect with our emotions that 
we can have such a fuller experience. And there's a lady who's coming to mind in this moment called Susan David, who I only encountered recently. And she has this term called emotional agility. Mm-hmm. And she talks about using emotions as signposts and as data, not directives. So taking control and ownership of your emotions rather than allowing your emotions to control you. And for me, this has become such a wonderful experience of allowing people to get that, to get out of their head, because how many of us are just stuck in our heads and stuck in our thinking and don't realize that there's so much more wisdom available to us when we connect to different parts of ourselves, when we connect to our heart, when we connect to our gut, our intuition, when we get out of the cycle of just thinking. And especially when we consider how there are so many distractions in the world, there are so many things demanding our attention that are you know, looking to input into us externally. The opportunity to slow down, get still and tune in to you know the inner information the inner wisdom guidance you know the stuff that's available to us intuitively like that's amazing yeah it's incredibly powerful work that you're doing (laughs) i'd love i'd love to hear um You've done 50 of these sessions now. By the time your listeners are tuning in, it will have been more, I'm sure. (laughs) What have been some, maybe one or two of the biggest surprises, if you can Mm. think of that, that have come out from doing one of these sessions with someone? Oh, well, there's been several. One that... (laughs) One that comes to mind was, um, well, the, the, I'll, I'll mention two because there's there's a general one and then there's, I'll share one specific one. So generally what continues to surprise me is when I read lyrics to songs back to people, it's amazing how often people notice specific words or lines in songs that fundamentally connect to the experience that the song connects them to, that they've never noticed before. Wow. Like, it's so cool. It's so amazing when you're like, oh, did you notice that? Like, that's a, that's incredible. Like, so synchronistic. I just, I love that. And... And more specifically, so one of the episodes is with uh, a friend and colleague, Jerry McGreed. So me and Jerry met through our coach training and Jerry's from Glasgow, great crack and loves music. And he got really inspired by the year of doing this. And he was one of the first people to invest in the experience with me because I'd been testing it, you know, last year and then it became a paid for experience and three days prior to 
the experience, his cousin died. And, but he showed up anyway. And what occurred was Jerry being able to process the grief of that loss because his cousin was like a brother. They were really close. And he got to heal in a way. And that was so... so incredibly humbling and a, a really deep privilege to know that he was served so powerfully in that way, in that moment. And he said that it was one of the best things he's ever done at any point. That was unbelievable. Like to know that this was a possibility that could be created in this experience. Like th that blew my mind. And so many of these experiences have blown my mind because of the profound insights people have experienced, the profound breakthroughs connecting with really deep limiting beliefs that have held them back for uh, years. Yeah. That continues to surprise me. I have chills all over my body now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really incredibly powerful. Um, I can just imagine you hold such a beautiful space anyway. <laughs> Not even taking into account the music that's powerful for the person who's sitting in front of you, but just sitting there and getting to be witnessed and share your heart with someone who's so loving and kind and warm is already such a gift. And then connecting people deeply within and, you know, music is just one way to touch our soul, a very powerful one. Um, but it's really amazing to hear these kind of stories. I'm sure there are many more. I can't wait till uh, I get to listen to the, the next few episodes. So to start to bring our conversation a bit to a close, what is it that you wish people knew about this coaching experience? So it's the music mapping, but it's also the Disco Dave experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> Um, well, well, first of all, you know, being Disco Dave, there's a deeper meaning to it. And that's why I've called the podcast Deeper Than Disco, because I was provoked by one of my coaches to explore a deeper understanding about what, I guess, being Disco Dave really means. And what I was surprised to learn was Disco is Latin for I learn. And that was a proper holy shit moment because I realized, well, that's just perfect. I mean, the nature of coaching is, you know, it's empowerment, self-exploration, it's listening, questioning. It's about learning. And then because the word discover, it means I learn truth. <laughs> And, and then I got curious later, 
to discover that my name, Dave or David, is Hebrew for beloved. So then I thought, well, I can put that together and I get, I learn to be loved or even I learn to be love. And I think that's at the heart of all of this. It's helping people to recognize, you know, how they're keeping themselves safe, how they're holding themselves back, giving people an experience of who they've always been and can be and expanding their consciousness and view of and beliefs around what is possible what they could possibly create at heart that's what this experience is all about and yeah it continues to be a deep privilege to be able to do this it allows people to learn how to listen more intently and more powerfully because we're listening to music intentionally and then we're listening in lots of other different ways with intention so it just creates such a more expanded place or space to learn and to share an experience like that with someone it it is magic it really is like what's what music's for music is meant to be shared Music is about connection. It's about love. It's about being in the moment and being able to access creativity. You know, that's that's such a, a huge part of this and what um, what it has already been and will hopefully continue to be and expand into being. And it's a big invitation to learn how to love, (laughs) to learn how to love yourself and be loved. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) I got nothing (laughs) else. (laughs) Well, just to add one, or maybe a couple of things. So I love can be a really uncomfortable word for a lot of people. And I view love as your. I also call love energy or purpose. In my experience, that's it's the same thing. You know, I discovered my thing. You know, what I do now, coaching, working with business owners mostly, but people who you know want to move beyond their limited identity and connect with who they want to be let go of their limitations and then step into being themselves essentially, but accessing an energy that you could call purpose, that you could call love. But when you connect with that, that is such a sustainable energy to then create through and from. And that's what I'm looking for people to access because I connect with it all the time because I've discovered my thing what I do, what I love to do, and who I love to be. And that is the invitation for people to come and get that as an experience with me. Every time that we speak, I have such a strong sense of who you are and that grounded confidence that you bring to the work that you do, to each conversation. And it really is 
welcoming or inviting to be able to do the same. So everything that you said is incredibly powerful and just the invitation to come and be in that loving presence, to be in that space, to do that deeper exploration and see what's there waiting for you. And it's no accident the people who show up at your door in the moment that they do. <laughs> it's always <laughs> the right person in the right moment who is coming to do that work and doing it through music and with Disco Dave. Yeah, totally. Is there anything else that you want to share just about your work or the podcast or for people to get even more? <laughs> um, just a reminder of how I'm inviting people to listen. Listen from that space of curiosity. Listen to learn something new about you and who you can be. That's it. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing this journey and your own experience of going through it as well. I think that's exciting <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> so fun to share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know I can't wait to tune into the episode. So really happy that we got to have this conversation here. Thank you. Kick things off. <laughs> Yay. No, thank you. I really do appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. I would have struggled to do this on my own to get it all out. So I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. We're hell-bent on creating fortunes in the world. But do we really slow down to find the tune, that vibration that's truly for us? This is what I do. I slow down with entrepreneurs, creatives, stars in their field and their coaches. I help them to tune in so that they can find the tune that is for them. The tune that becomes a catalyst to change their state and access the wealth of energy available to them. So they go on to create incredibly fulfilling lives and a legacy they are immensely proud of beyond what they believed could be possible. I call it their fortune and I created this podcast to remind you of the power of music, of slowing down, really listening intentionally and having deep, powerful conversations. Welcome to the Deeper Than Disco podcast. My name is Disco Dave Wynn. If you're interested in exploring music at a deeper level, if you're interested in finding the track that keeps you on track, then visit discodavewynn.com.